this episode of Sass and Sips, where every episode we break down an episode of Lost while we drink and dish. I am one of your hosts. I'm Lisa. I'm Agnes. And today's episode is Left Behind. It sounds like you weren't too sure of your name. I was. I had to think about that for a second. I was going to say expose, and I was like, no, 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 wait, we did that. <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> You're like, and I'm Lisa. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm sorry. Am I dopey? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> if you want to be. Uh, what are you drinking? My go, one of my go-to summer drinks, pineapple juice and Malibu. Nice. Malibu. Let's that together. Malibu. Okay. <laughs> I'm drinking a Stella. 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 Is it just me? Yes. Or, okay. (laughs) Have the the bottles gotten, like, skinnier? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like they're, like, a tad bit skinnier. So, like, you get, like, just a little bit less beer for the same amount of money. Or Or is it that I drink too much and I know that? Or am I, I just crazy? I mean, really, it could be any of those. Could it be all three? It could very well be all three. Well, actually, no. Well, it because be it's either skinnier. it's it either it's skinnier or I'm crazy. Because if if I'm not crazy, crazy, and it could be skinnier. It could be it, okay. It fine. could be all three. Okay. It could be. And the I'm, fact even, that I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Preliminary thoughts. On the episode left behind. Went back to what the fuck. <laughs> I was like, I hate you. It's not, not, it's not you, a great but I episode. hate the show. Yeah, it's not I a great episode. To, I'm like, you left me going right back to what the fuck. And I hate you, the show, not you, Lisa. I'm like, fuck well, me. Like, ugh. Yeah, I, I'll admit, it's it's not a great episode. I don't know how they made it past season. I don't know how, like, like the viewers were like, die, like diehard viewers like because of their like fuck I'm gonna watch because it's lost mm-hmm. was the, allow them to make it to season four because this season sucks ass major ass uh no comment flashbacks <laughs> wow all right <laughs> like sucking ass new stuff <laughs> in flashback Kate is stranded in Iowa with a broken fan belt she introduces herself as Lucy to a tow truck driver as he takes her car to town. At the repair station, she sees Cassidy trying to pull the jewelry con that Sawyer taught her. When Cassidy's mark threatens to call the cops, Kate intervenes and covers for Cassidy. She said, my daddy used to work at a jewelry store. I could spot a fake. That's not really what she said, but that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) After the man leaves, Cassidy thanks Kate for her help. And Cassidy says that she'd like to know why she helped her and why she would go through such trouble to avoid police attention. Noting that Kate is clearly stranded, she offers her a ride into town for a drink. She said, I'll give you a ride. You buy me a drink. What's with the accents? I don't know. But that's what she said. You had too many. You had too many years. I think I, think I have more, too much drink and not enough food. A lot of pre-gaming happening over here. Let's see if we can get through this. <laughs> Good luck. Sorry, viewers. I'm apologizing now. Listeners. Oh, yeah, listeners. That's the viewers, right? 
<laughs> At a bar, Kate and Cassidy discuss conning. Kate says she uses Lucy because it was the name of a saint. She admits to killing her stepfather, Wayne, because he was a bad guy who beat her mother and says she has escaped from the marshal after being initially caught. Like, you just met this lady five minutes ago, and now you're telling her your whole life story and how you're wanted? I mean, we know Cassidy's okay, but, like, Kate, what the fuck? I, but, okay, so, and to be fair, at this point of the flashbacks, it happened, like, a month ago. The situation just happened. Right. So she's not exactly the, she's not exactly a skilled fugitive. I would, I would think that, I would think that it was, it would be even more. Common sense though. <laughs> like fresh in her mind to just, especially that she's in Iowa. She's, she's not in Australia letting her guard down. She's in Iowa where it happened. And you're just like, hey, so I'm wanted because I killed a dude. Nice to meet you. Like, my name is Kate, and I'm a killer. I mean, my name is Lucy, and I'm a ki- killer. But you, what do you think? Like, you could tell them that you killed somebody, but don't tell them your real name, Kate. <laughs> that reminds that'll me, really do it. But that reminds me, like, when I'm driving, and people are, like, at, like, at the speed limit. But I'm watching them, I'm stuck behind them, but they don't stop at stop signs, and they do other stupid shit. I'm like... Right. <laughs> I'm like, well... Okay. (laughs) Yeah. She tells Cassidy she's in Iowa because she wants to talk to her mother. Cassidy offers to help her get to her mother because she knows what it's like to be betrayed. She fell in love with the wrong guy and gave him her life savings. She says he was a bad guy and that at least one of us deserves something good. And we all know who that bad guy is. I also thought that that was kind of funny. Why did you think How it was they funny? just, I like just like Kate. A month after she killed her stepfather, ends up with Sawyer's ex-con girlfriend, baby mama, and then X amount of time in the future they end up hooking up. And also the fact that remember when he was in the hatch, like dying, and she was nursing him back to health. Yeah, and she says how. He reminds her of Wayne. Wayne. Her stepfather. Remember oh. she's talking to him and then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she thinks that he's asleep and then he's like, well, who the hell is Wayne? Oh, right. I forgot about that. How do you remember? So they talk, because it just, it reminded me of it. Like how, just like you said, it's funny because Cassidy is Sawyer's past, right? And Wayne is Sawyer's, yeah. is, is Kate's past. And but then you know what? here I think these that's two unfair. women. I think it's so unfair because she, he is nothing like Wayne. No, no, no. I'm I not saying think... that he is. No, no, no. I said her assessment of him wasn't fair at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wasn't fair. But the All fact right. that here she is talking with Cassidy about the bad guy, that they, they both have their bad guys, and then Satan, Satan. Kate and Sawyer. What the fuck is <laughs> That's it. They're now Sate. The Sate. Okay. Sate <laughs> comes together. They have fun in the cages. So, like, they they get it on, too. And, and she... 
says that he reminds her of Wayne. It's it's like a circle. One big crazy weird circle. First circle. That I have just sick. drawn right now. A little sick. I with, with the help of my friend Stella here. That you it was kind of Saint. <laughs> Saint is fate. <laughs> Hey guys, we are here with an update to our scheduling. We just wanted to let you guys know that from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we are going to be going back to every other week publishing schedule. Okay, say something witty here. Witty? Because actually as you're talking, because you kind of, I don't know if it's witty or not, but you sounded very sex kitten when you said hello. You know, I was like, oh. Agnes is at a loss for words, apparently. <laughs> I know, it doesn't happen. This is like a 30-second promo, and you don't have words. But okay, the point is, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we're going to release our regularly scheduled lost episodes every other Monday. Maps will still be every two weeks, and Spotlight will still be the first of the month. And then after Labor Day, we will go back to Lost being put out every week just so that we can be able to spend a little bit more time with our families and enjoy the summer. So that's it. That was the update. Okay. Well, I was cold before and I put the sweater on and I'm sorry. Now you're hot? (laughs) Maybe because the alcohol is starting to kick it in. I think, I think so. It's really cold and windy here. And so, like, it was cold before, but now I'm in the room. So maybe that's why. Yesterday, it started off nice. It was sunny. And then it flurried. And then it hailed. It hailed here, too. And then we had fluffy snow. No snow. And then it went back to sun. Then we went sunny. So we had, like, four seasons in a matter of two hours. We had gorgeous. pretty much the same thing, but no snow. Some hail, a lot of rain, and sun intermittent. So yeah. Crazy. So this is now the 16th month of 2020. Yeah, feels like it. Quote unquote, Kate approaches her mother's house and knocks on the door. Diane answers, and Edward Mars and his men jump out with guns pointed, addressing her as Austin. The woman is actually Cassidy. I roll here. Who is in disguise and just selling Bibles? Kate watches through binoculars from a car down the street. Later, Cassidy joins Kate in a motel room after having been questioned for half an hour. She tells Kate that she can tell she must have done something bad to that marshal to make him so obsessed about catching her. Cassidy says that if she's going to lie to the FBI, she wants to know more about what Kate did. Kate confesses that she killed Wayne by blowing up his house, but took out an insurance policy on it beforehand, which financially would have set up her mother for life. Kate says she wants to know why her mother turned her in after Kate had tried to protect and help her. The only time where the hope, where the, we could blame the mother legitimately. And this like, it's, yeah, that's fucked up. I couldn't, even if she did it for her own benefit, regardless, I, as a mother, the man beat her. The man beat you. And then on top of that, no matter what, like, 
you you're gonna you're gonna say oh to kate how you can't help who you love but then you turn your back on your child but you chose him a dead him who's not even there anymore over your child you could still uh, have family and you chose to be some people alone should allowed, people like her should be allowed to procreate mm. her and what was her name susan michael's ex mike um walt's mom I don't think she was a horrible mother. I think she's manipulative and she did what she did. She did what she thought was the right for her kid. I don't think she was a horrible mother. I think she's a horrible woman and a girlfriend, a wife. Oh, no, <laughs> not her. Um, yeah, her. Well, that's true, I guess. And um, Boone's mom. They could all get together and have like bad moms club. Once again, she was a horrible stepmother, but she was still a good mother to us. I don't care. You marry, no, 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 a, just, you marry a man, she but she didn't procreate. You, I mean, the one she was bad with wasn't the one she procreated. But still, you accepted that man's child. I'm not saying you're wrong. And that's it. Like that's part of the deal. And it was the father's money. And that still, shit was horrible. you still took the father's you money took from the his money daughter. From the daughter. It wasn't even yours. It wasn't even that's like... That's a whole different oh, level. See, that's a different topic. And I'm not giving it to you because you're not actually my biological child. It's, well, he was your daddy. I'm taking your daddy's money dead. from you. And so, you know what? I'm a bitch and you can't have it. That's, that's what she did. You should have ended up on the island and dead. Me? Oh. No, I she. Wasn't me. Why? What did I do? No, she. <laughs> Boone's mother should have ended up on Stranger Island and dead. Oh, maybe she'll end up there. Who knows? Like Locke's father, right? <laughs> See? It's not that out of the question. Maybe she'll be in the box. But this whole episode was literally what the actual fuck. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let's Ooh. get back to it. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, Cassidy orders a meal at Keith's diner from Kate's mother, Diane. She intentionally spills her soup on chili. No. <laughs> I, was th- <laughs> I was thinking in my head, like, wasn't she eating chili? <laughs> Maybe she was eating. What is that soup of chili? That's what you- <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you said left eye, now we got chili. T-Boss is about to make an appearance. Stay tuned. I support that message. I- <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners, this is what our listeners say. This is when they skip to the next episode. <laughs> this is when they hit skip on their radio. Or to somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was giving us the benefit of the doubt, but okay. truth is, you're right. Somebody else's episode completely. <laughs> Cassidy orders a meal at Kate's diner from Kate's mother, Diane. She intentionally spills her soup on Diane, who remains polite and goes to the bathroom to clean up. Kate arrives and gets a very cold reception from her mother. She asks why she turned her in. Diane explains that despite Wayne's abuse, you can't help who you love. Kate says she did it for Diane, but Diane says that Kate really did it for herself. Diane says she thought Kate might be there to apologize, but Kate states that she's not sorry. Diane bluntly tells her daughter that she won't turn her in right now, but she will if she ever sees her again. And Kate leaves, uh, she leaves Kate crying in the bathroom. Well, actually, she says, if I ever see you again, the first words I'm going to say is help. So. So, and this, if correct me if I'm wrong, because my memory's a little fuzzy. This scene, 
happened before the hospital scene as far right. as time is. Okay. Which is which is their way of like explaining why she yelled for help. Fucking cunt, bitch. Right. And and like not for nothing though, but there's still that question hanging in the air about whether or not Wayne was abusive or molested Kate. So we don't know if this even happened. We so right, what she said. And Diane is like, "Well, you did it for yourself," which kind of, implies, kind of implies me there was something else. Right, it implies that she did it to get him off of her. But whatever the reason, I still think, regardless of whatever the reason, I don't think she did it because she's a psychopathic little fire starter. Absolutely you not. Know? And my initial gut feeling was that he was abusing her. That was yeah. my, but yeah, that's just me. Well, her mother says, you can't help who you love. And I think that that's like a really pertinent part of the episode. Like, I, I think that in a way that that's the core of the episode. Because you have Diane explaining why, why she loved him and basically is choosing him over Kate. You have the whole Cassidy Sawyer thing. Um, and then also, like, you have even the on-island stuff. So with the whole Kate Juliet dynamic and about how you can't help who you love. So we're going to get more into the whole you can't help who you love on island stuff. Like, I guess we'll get into it at the end after we do that. Okay, I'm ready, boss. Okay. Cassidy drives Kate back to her car. Kate thanks her and asks her for the name of the guy who ripped Cassidy off so she can go help Cassidy get her revenge. See, could you could you imagine if that would have played out, right? Cassidy's like, oh, his name is Sawyer. And Kate goes and fucks up his day. And then they end up on the island together. And Kate would be like, you, you. you. <laughs> Let's go to the cages and do it. <laughs> Wait, but can you imagine if that was a reason she was in Australia to begin with? Like, can you imagine? Just so, oh, oh, oh. But I, was, I just thought that that close call was kind of funny. Maybe in like some sideway universe, Kate went and found him. Mm. And they ended up on in a cage anyway. Anyway, right. <laughs> Definitely. They were, they were not caught in a net. They were caught in a cage. She gets caught in the net with Jack, but she gets caught in the cage with Sawyer. <laughs> Cassidy tells Kate she's pregnant with his child. But Kate still advises her to call the cops and get him locked up. Cassidy asks if Kate would ever forgive her own mother for calling the cops on her, and Kate admits that she won't. The two men thank each other just before parting, and Kate reveals her real name. So Kate is the one who told Cassidy to call the cops, and we know that Sawyer ended up going to jail, so Kate could possibly, very possibly be the reason that Sawyer ended up in jail in the first place. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. It's one of those things that, like, oh, that's how I ended up in jail. And just because of the obvious way it could go, I'm thinking, no, that's not how it happened. Because it's just too obvious. Because mm -hmm. Lost wants to fuck with your head. On the island at the barracks. Kate is still a captive in the game room at the barracks. 
handcuffed and nervous. She sees someone coming and hides with the pool cue behind the door preparing to hit them. Juliet comes in and ducks the attack and flips Kate onto the floor. She explains that she was just bringing some food and walks out, leaving the sandwich splattered on the floor. Enjoy your sandwich, bitch. Well, almost. <laughs> How the fuck does she learn to do that? Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And fertility doctor, my ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe she took self-defense. Maybe she was like a fertility doctor at an abortion clinic with crazy nut jobs with machine guns. And she needed to protect herself. Do some kung fu. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Leave me alone. Okay. Support <laughs> that message. I'm, I am subscribing you know, to that kung, train of thought. Kung fu is an effective weapon against an assault rifle, as we all know. Anyway. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here comes the hate mail. Later, Kate is distracted. You know what I have to say about the hate mail? Bring it, bitch. Oh, yep. Suck my ass. All right. <laughs> Later, Kate is distractedly playing with backgammon chips, one light and one dark, when Locke fittingly enters the room to say goodbye. His right hand is bandaged, and his face is bruised. Mm, How'd he get fucked up? He says he's leaving with the others, and Kate can hardly believe it. (gasps) No. She tells Locke that whatever the others told him about taking him home, they're lying, and asks if they're brainwashing him. But if you're brainwashed, you don't know you're brainwashed. You don't say, uh, actually, yes, I've been brainwashed. Thank you for asking. This was a serious what the <laughs> fuck moment for me. I'm like, what? Locke is like, they didn't tell me that. I don't want to go home. I blew up the submarine. Well, he but didn't say I that. I get but. that he doesn't want to go home. But the whole, like, this whole scene was like, what? what? Yeah. Locke explains that he doesn't want to go home and tells her Jack is going to have to stay behind her as well. He says he put in a good word for her, but the others told him what she did back home and forgiveness isn't one of their strong suits. Kay asks about Jack, Saeed, and Rousseau, but Locke ignores the question and wishes her good luck. He's like, well, I'm out of here. You're a killer. And by the way, good luck. I wonder if that whole goodbye thing wasn't Manipulated from by Ben Henry, Ben Henry, Ben Henry, Ben Henry. <laughs> Manipulated in what way and for what reason? I don't know what the reason, but I can see how. Cause like, wait, you're going Meaning with them. Ben like, Henry told like, Locke to say goodbye to her and like yeah. tell her that stuff. Yeah, and I feel like some of it was the truth, and that like, like some was improv and some was the truth, and some was. I feel like the whole the whole thing was just like, what the. Fuck. Well, we know they, that Locke is pretty easily manipulated. He very, he really is. So I think Benry, that's his new name, is behind Benry. that scene. All right, that's it. I think, I think, I think that's an accurate um, accusation. Like, I think that it's, it's very, very, very possible. I'm not going to say if it's true or not, but it's very possible. I bit my tongue. It hurts. That's what you're <laughs> eating chips while I can't. Kate uh, I got punishment. A- uh-huh. Kate asks what happened to him, but Locke leaves, telling her only, I'm sorry. In the game room, flies buzz all over the remains of the sandwich. 
as Kate wakes. She grabs a piece of bread off the floor and begins eating it. Nothing says yummy like a floor sandwich. She hears a commotion outside. It's the new thing. It's deconstructed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it gourmet. <laughs> Absolutely. They were way ahead of the curve. Right? <laughs> she hears a commotion outside and looks out to see the others donning large hold-all backpacks, guns, and gas masks. Oh, it's like coronavirus came. The door opens <laughs> and a gas canister is thrown into the game room. Kate can't escape and collapses unconscious. Kate comes to in the jungle and realizes that she is handcuffed to Juliet, who is still unconscious. She spots a knife in Juliet's pocket and steals it. But Juliet wakes up and grabs her wrist when Kate flips open the knife. Juliet seems as surprised as Kate to find herself there and lets go of her grip. Kate attempts to use the knife to pick the lock of her handcuffs, but Juliet tells her that the knife was too big for that and unfortunately they are stuck together. Kate says she wants to go back to the village to get her friends, assuming that they've also been gassed and that the others have left. Juliet says she doesn't know why they would just leave her in the jungle and Kate angrily replies, you say they like you didn't lock me in a cage and watch me break rocks all day. Kate leads Juliet by following the track made by whoever dumped them in the jungle. Even though night is coming and Juliet predicts it's going to rain, Kate insists on continuing back to the village. Juliet tells her that they are handcuffed together because Ben likes to play mind games. As the thunderstorm starts, she tells Kate not to go back for Jack because Kate is the one who ruined Jack's chances of leaving the island. Kate punches her and the two start fighting. During the struggle, Kate dis ugh, during the struggle, Kate dislocates Juliet's shoulder and she screams in pain. They hear the sounds of the monster and run to hide in dense trees, as Kate has learned to do in past encounters. What the fuck? How does Juliet live in this island for about three years? Been his whole life, whatever. Have you never heard this monster? Mm -hmm. Something doesn't sound right. Right. It goes back to either A, you're full of shit, or B, this is actually purgatory and they're part of purgatory cast members. <laughs> okay. Or no? C, what if Juliet really never had reason to leave the barracks? I feel like maybe. I mean, possibly. don't forget that there's that fence around it. So... I mean, okay, granted, we saw her in Expose in the Pearl. So we know that at least on one occasion she's left. But for the most part, let's say she lives and three there years, or on the other island. Across it, I just, I think she's full of, I think it's A, you're full of shit, or B, this is purgatory, and the others are part of the purgatory cast members. <laughs> okay, well, it's having the whole purgatory thing. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I still stand by my purgatory theory. Oh. <laughs> Probably like, oh. that was my that was my theories of season one, right? Whether I believe it or not, I'm still going with it. <laughs> okay. That's that's fine. You're entitled to your opinions, no matter how untrue they are. Shut up. Oh, I'm gonna watch the last season tonight and fuck with the whole show. <laughs> You're gonna watch the last season. I told you we could watch an episode 
And I was gonna, I told you what episode, and you said no. So no, I mean, now I, you don't get to. I don't want to actually watch another episode. I just think it's really funny when you just like watch the episode in order. Like, what else are we gonna fucking do? Of course, it's in order. <laughs> um, but um, I think I'm gonna ruin the whole thing by watching the whole last season. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm change the so password confused. for Hulu, and now you can't. <laughs> That's just cruel. Right. Oh my god. I'll do a free trial. oh my god i almost peed myself i laughed so hard oh my god okay i'm gonna sweat off these pounds right now boy let me tell you this is the reason people listen to us our drunken (laughs) asinine conversations 10 years later Mm -hmm. still the same episode juliet is shocked and says, what the hell? Uh-huh. But Kay covers her mouth. As they hide, the monster locates them, and for a moment, intense lights flicker from above on their faces, and they hear a mechanical grinding noise. The women shield their eyes, and then the monster seems to move away. Maybe the monster is actually the others. It's not really a monster per se. So just like Ben, trick. like, like a vampire... How the vampire turns into a bat, so Ben returns into the smoke monster. See, I didn't think more. I was thinking more mechanical smoke and mirrors kind of bullshit. Oh, not like actually turning into a monster. No, yeah, okay, I'm not that right. drunk. <laughs> it's lost. I mean, isn't it totally possible that like <laughs> Benary is a new one, one of the others can just turn into like smoke? Well, but the sound, but remember, there's the there's the smoke monster, and then there's like the monster, and there's how the trees moving. Yeah, but isn't that the same thing? No, I thought it was two different things. It's the same thing. It's oh, I thought just two different monsters. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, sorry to spoil that. It's the same thing. Oh, that's all. Although although maybe there's a secret dinosaur. Maybe that's where Jurassic Park was filmed. Smoke. I didn't think the smoke made. Maybe Jeff Goldblum is gonna come out of the jungle soon. Remember the first (laughs) season? They made the tree. The trees moved like there was an actual monster, and the one that ate the pilot. Yeah, that wasn't smoke. Yes, it was. Was it? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm going back to go. I'm going back to sleep now. Juliet behaves like she's never encountered it before, much to Kate's disbelief. Juliet, yeah. Juliet asks, are we safe? To which Kate replies, you tell me. Good answer, Kate. She's so, she's so skeptical of Juliet, but like she meets Cassidy. She's like, hi, I'm Kate. I'm a murderer. Like, come on, Kate. Which which Kate is it? Okay. Not about this per se, but sometimes, you know. I I can agree with that. You just click with, and some people you're like, yeah, fuck you, suck a dick. I don't trust you. From where I could, th- yeah. And this might well, be one I mean, situation where your gut instinct just takes over. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't trust you. I think with Cassidy, I think never mind. She she caught her conning and she saved her from conning. But I think also there's something that just told her like, I could try. I think it was something that was just innate. Yeah, but I feel, but I feel like I'm giving Kate shit because it's funny, but. But at the same time, like and Kate, you're drunk. Kate, shut up. Kate, <laughs> Kate met Cassidy doing a con, and right away Cassidy is like, "Yeah, you just don't want them to call the cops." Like Kate called out, Kate, Cassidy called out Kate right away. 
And I can appreciate that. I come from. I think I can and, appreciate the bull. Mm, I can create like right. the bullshit. And so, and Cassidy was like really upfront with her, whereas Kate met Juliet, but putting a bag it. on her head and telling her to fucking kick rocks, you know, or rather break rocks, and was like, "Well, we're gonna kill Sawyer." So I mean, Juliet's been kind of wishy washy with them. I don't try. I've never trusted Juliet. But I that's think- what I'm saying. Like she's she's oh she's helpful oh no but you have to break rocks oh but i'm gonna do this for you oh but i'm gonna point a gun at your head so it's hard to know where juliet is coming from and if she's actually has good intentions or bad intentions so i can understand kate's i don't trust her even knowing her backstory (laughs) like even like uh, as a viewer you think she's just trying to get She's just a person just trying to survive in this situation. I still don't trust her. I still mm-hmm. don't trust her. I still think she's manipulative, knowing her backstory. And you would initially like, oh, she's just trying. No, that bitch is that bitch ain't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The two women spend the night hidden in the trees. When they wake up, Kate apologizes for Juliet's injury and says she didn't mean to hurt her. Juliet tells her not to flatter herself. It's the fourth time her shoulder has been dislocated. Ew, fuck you too, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> she tells Kate to help pop her dislocated shoulder back into place. Kate hesitates. Kate doesn't want to do it. It's, it's like somebody's always coming to Kate when they're fucking broken, having Kate put them back together. <laughs> like, every time somebody is sick, it's like Kate is the one who has to nurse them back to help. I like, I, 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 maybe I'm just team, I'm always going to be team Kate, regardless. Other than normal human flaws, she's not a bad person. No, not at all. And she puts up with a lot of shit that Juliet- anyone else would have smacked their, lost their motherfucking teeth over. Julia tells her it feels like she has glass under her skin and that it's her fault Juliet is stranded. She also tells Kate about the cameras at the Hydra station and how Jack saw her and Sawyer together. Kate protesting that Jack only told her not to return to protect her. But Juliet says that Jack didn't really want her to come back because she broke his heart. Ew. So <laughs> I'm an asshole for picking who I wanted now. That's, that's the vibe I got. She thought I he got. was going to die. But whatever, this, whatever the case may be, she picked Sawyer. Sawyer, her and Sawyer always had a chemistry. Her and Jack was always kind of, it was like, he made it too hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It should be like, you're fucking stuck on an island. What the fuck are you playing hard to get for? He yeah. made it too difficult. Well, so okay. now you're going to make me feel like an asshole because I wanted Sawyer? Suck a dick. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. But I think, I think that there's two issues with this. And then you're manipulating me. Number one, she very well could have broken Jack's heart. He might have, but the way she delivered it, Made mm-hmm. her like the bad guy. Made it seem well, like yeah. she was the bad guy. Yeah. But like, Kate definitely has feelings for Jack. Definitely. She does. And, and she doesn't hold back on, like, she doesn't physically act on them. But it's obvious to Jack and anyone else that Kate is into him. So I right, can see where really, that could like, be misconstrued as leading him on. Plus, he made she it, was, I think he makes it too hard to let anyone. I, it, listen, I agree. But even I wouldn't want to be it. with Jack either. But even if he did it, whatever it was, she picked who she wanted. Period. End of story. Right. You know, I'm not disagreeing uh, with you. And I know I'm, you're I'm not. Just, 
But I just I'm just kinda, like feeling it out, you know. And I'm pissed that this other woman would either a either a she actually feels this way, b you're manipulating her to feel to be feeling like an asshole. Like all of it just you think it's because fuck off. she's into Jack and she's trying to create that wedge between. Him and I Kate. think it's multifold. I think, like I said, I don't trust Julia. The love triangle is becoming a love square. I think the love triangle, I think she's using that love shape <laughs> to her advantage to further manipulate Kate. I think it's all, I think she's using everything in her arsenal. And I don't even think she even has feelings for Jack. That's just my personal opinion. Well, and the second thing is that Kate was supposed to die the next morning. So she's like, well, fuck it. Like, this is my only opportunity. And, like, how different is that than, like, you know, when the soldiers went off to World War One and they were like, oh, come on, baby. One time before I got shipped Good off. point. Whatever the case may be, I feel it's all, a, I think it's all a game. And I don't like, and the, the more I watch Juliet, the more I don't like her. And watching her backstory, even, I'm like, I should start trying to understand. But just wait till really next don't. episode when we get more of her backstory. We'll see if you, we'll see if your mind is changed at all. No. Who knows? You might like her, or you might hate her even more. Or I might be proven right. Not that I don't hate her per Fine. se. I just just think she's up to. I just she can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Now, can she not be trusted for good reason? Maybe, but she still can't be trusted. You know, she might be a victim of her circumstance, but the fact of the matter is the survivors can't trust her. Kate, obviously hurt by Juliet's statement, she grabs Juliet's arm and forcefully puts her shoulder back in place. What if Juliet was just saying all that so that... She'd be angry enough to fix her arm? Yeah. I thought about that too. The women head off again. Kate asks if Jack actually said he broke, she broke his heart. And Juliet replies, he didn't have to. Manipulative. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I can't stop drinking. (laughs) Maybe you need to drink more. Catch up. (laughs) Kate angrily claims Juliet doesn't know Jack at all. But Juliet gives a long list of things she does know about him. Far more than Kate does. I felt, I'm sorry. I was like, when she's rattling off, I was like, so Kate's the wife and Juliet's the mistress. Because you know the wife don't know shit. And I feel like she only knows, but you know what? If you look into it, all she knew was stats. She didn't know. Yeah, no, and yeah. Yeah, it's just like Juliet's the mistress and the wife is, yeah. Because you get down to it, you really don't know shit. You don't know shit. (laughs) Um, They hear the sounds of the monster again and run to the sonic fence, falling in mud as they escape. Kate stops and refuses to cross, remembering what happened to Mikhail. Juliet insists that it's currently turned off, but Kate doesn't trust her and forces her back. Juliet pulls the key to the handcuffs from her own pocket. That lying bitch. Oh, unlocks you fucking manipulative cunt. <laughs> unlocks herself from Kate and runs through the barrier to a numbered keypad on the pylon. She enters a code that includes the numbers... 15, 16, and 23, whoa, shocker, and tells Kate she'd better join her. Hearing the monster approach, Kate dives across the line and Juliet activates the barrier as it arrives crashing through the jungle. Juliet stands and faces it. Smoke from the monster advances along some of the perimeter of the barrier, but stops at the sonic fence as though it were a physical wall. 
It soon draws back into the jungle. Gil Kate's face is like, you bitch. Oh, if I could have punched her, I would have punched her myself. Julia, I really thought Kate was going to punch her. Like, I know I've seen this, like, a while ago, but I really thought Kate was going to hit her here. <laughs> like, like it was so called for. Like, it would have been like, you know what? Let's go back and fix that. Let's just mm-hmm. tweak that. Part yeah, of just add that in. Juliet admits she lied about being unaware of the creature saying, we don't know what it is, but we know that it doesn't like our fences. Kate challenges Juliet about having had the key all along. Juliet admits she didn't tell her she had a key because she wanted Kate to think they were in it together and didn't want to be left behind again. Kate snatches the key from Juliet, removes her own cuff, and dumps it on the ground as she walked away. Okay, maybe this is a stupid question, but the monster, like, crashes into the fence and then goes back. Why couldn't he just go over it? Like, it flies. Like, the way Kate and them went over it, but why can't the monster just go up Uh... another foot? (laughs) Maybe doesn't have the kind of brain cells. I don't do, 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 do work out logic. I'm just saying, like, Kate That's went over it. So point. clearly it doesn't extend, like, a dome. That's a very good point. Okay. Oh, my God. Why like, not? Like I said, maybe doesn't understand, like, depth <laughs> and logic. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. They arrive at the barracks and find the place practically deserted. Juliet says she'll get Saeed and tells Kate where to find Jack. Kate finds him unconscious in the house he's been staying in, which has been trashed. She wakes him, tells him that the others have all left, and tearfully tells him how sorry she is, since it was apparently her rescue attempt that led to the others leaving. All right, to Jack- be fair, what good person. You know, that's like me telling you, Lisa, don't come back for me. Like, even if I do mean it, I can't be mad at you for coming back for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what kind of piece of shit? Like, okay, they won't right. come back. Okay. They, and it was Locke who back. blew up the sub. Like, it wasn't... I, I mean, feel- okay, in a roundabout way, it was her, but, like, it was Locke. It wasn't her. Right, but no one ever says to... A, no one ever says, don't come back to me, and a person like, okay, I won't come back for you. Yeah. Of course right, they're well, going to come back. Have a nice life. Right. Like, <laughs> the fuck? You really can't... No one can blame her for coming back for him. What else do they have to do anyway? Right, you're like, oh, I'm, she's like, okay, well, I'll just sit on the beach for the rest of my life. Just look at the sand. I'll just count the sand. Right, and then you'd be mad at her. She didn't come back. Why did you come back <laughs> for me? Because <laughs> uh, Jack asks if Juliet left. Kate tells him they left her behind too. They prepare to head back to the beach. Outside, Jack meets Juliet. Saeed joins them and says he checked all the houses. Saeed's always like right down to business. Like they're all like, hi, hi. You okay? Saeed's like, well, I checked all the houses and like, okay, do you ever go off duty? No, <laughs> and that. that's why I like Saeed. I really do. Like they need, they need a Saeed. Like to keep yeah. them focused on the issue at hand. Like mm-hmm. a whole survivors of Saeed's, no. But you need that Saeed. You need him. Yeah. He tells the other three that everyone else has gone and has left no tracks. It's as though 50 people simply vanished. He questions the fact that Juliet is coming with them. Jack insists that they allow her to join them, saying they left her behind too. At the beach, Hurley tells Sawyer that there will be a vote on whether to banish him from the camp tomorrow. He suggests that Sawyer make amends to continue being part of the society, but Sawyer says, I don't do amends. 
later, Sawyer successfully catches a fish, but is unable to properly gut it. Realizing that he would have great difficulty surviving on his own, he approaches Hurley to find out how to make amends and change the boat. Hurley pokes fun at him for not having learned to gut a fish in all the time they've been on the island and demands an apology for the various names Sawyer has called him. Sawyer begrudgingly agrees and they begin work. That night, Hurley tells Sawyer to go over to Claire and say something nice about Aaron, giving him a blanket to give to her. Sawyer does so awkwardly, making Aaron cry even though his voice used to apparently calm Aaron, and Claire is amused, puzzled, but appreciative. Because, you know, Sawyer doesn't like blankets. The next morning, Sawyer and Desmond hide with guns, waiting for a board to come by. When Desmond asks what Sawyer's angle is and why he's suddenly willing to be his hunting buddy, Sawyer replies that he has a hearts and minds. Sawyer replies that he has hearts and minds to change and wants to give the people something they'll like, remarking that money has no value on the island while meat does. A boar appears, which Desmond shoots. Later, Sawyer helps roast the boar as part of a feast for the camp. He admits to Charlie that he knows about the vote, but Charlie says he knows nothing of it. Sawyer then realizes that Hurley conned him into being decent. On confrontation, Hurley says that with Kate, Jack, Locke, and Saeed all gone, people need to be able to look to Sawyer for leadership, and thus he needs to relate to them better if he's going to be their temporary leader. Sawyer says he doesn't want to be a leader, but Hurley points out that Jack didn't seem to be to want the role either. Hurley tells him that he's done a good job making everyone happy in the camp, and Sawyer seems to accept it, bringing food to Claire who lets him hold Aaron. However, Sun still gives him an angry look and he realizes not everything has been smoothed over. Sun is like, mm -mm, no, you don't. <laughs> so he's still not getting the Korean vote. Mm -mm, no. Trivia. We won't know about Locke's bruises for a few episodes. Okay. Juliet's right hand is handcuffed to Kate's left, conferring Kate the advantage as both are right-handed, which would probably explain why Juliet kicked Kate's ass in the barracks, but then Kate kicked her ass in the jungle, or she was just letting Kate kick her ass to manipulate her. Okay, that's a lot of what-ifs, but okay. I didn't even think of that far into the who won why and what. Okay. When the monster attacks Juliet the second time, three separate puffs of smoke converge before slamming into the sonic fence. Fuck the you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a three puffs. <laughs> I was cursing her What'd out. you say? Oh, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> the producers have confirmed that one of the names for the monster is Cerberus, which in mythology had three heads. The, dog, the three dogs, the head, the dog, the three-headed dog. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what they did? Do you know what Cerberus was? He brought them down to Hades. That was like the dog. Yep. Purgatory. So definitely purgatory. You solved it. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it, I just find it. Ironic. I know. All right. So the, Title of the episode is Left Behind. Kate is left behind by her mother. 
Cassidy is left behind by Sawyer. Juliet is left behind by the others. Jack is left behind by the others. And Sawyer thinks he's going to be left out. Okay, everyone just fucked. It's a very <laughs> depressing episode. So, but, but he, but this, back to the dog. And he keeps, he is the, he's like the gatekeeper of hell. And of Hades, hell, whatever. And he keeps the dead from leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this ain't some kind of fucked up, it may not be literal purgatory, but this is some kind of fucked up purgatory. You ain't telling me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to be more drunk. So, <laughs> In this episode, right, Kate meets Cassidy, who's the mother of Sawyer's then unborn child. Mm -hmm. She helps Kate speak with her mother, but then in the diner. And then in the long con, where Cassidy was first introduced, we see Sawyer served by Kate's mother in the same diner. Right. How How are they all in Iowa and they never met before now? Right? I mean, how many people live in Iowa? Like six? Five? Here <laughs> <laughs> okay, comes the eight mail. Send More dead. five people. Bring it on. And then in, in, the, in the topic of long con, Sawyer got long conned by Hurley <laughs> to yeah. be decent. Yeah, he did get kind of <laughs> fucked. I was like, oh. Because I was kind of pissed. I was like, how dare they vote someone off the island, so to speak. Right. Like, he, and then of him of all people, granted, he's not the nicest person, but he's not, he's a, okay, okay, I'm sorry for the for son. That's her young son. Anyway, mm-hmm. but other than that situation, he's never been maliciously towards. No. So like, what the fuck they mean they throw him off the fucking island? What the fuck? I was like, really kind of livid. And then I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay, that's funny now. <laughs> I had um, to back Sawyer. A game of mousetrap can be seen in the room in which Kate is being held. Ha <laughs> ironic. Uh, and I want Locke to know, hi, Terry, that I think they manipulate. I think they got, I think they forced you to have that conversation with Kate. I got your back, Locke. Hi, Terry. The monster is made of black smoke, but it flashes Juliet with a white light. I saw that. I've never seen that before. Have we ever seen that before? With the, with the Something monster? like that. Remember when it, um, with Mr. Echo? But we saw, we saw like kind of a little bit of flashes, but then we saw like scenes from Echo's life. So I, I didn't really, I didn't connect the flashes with the monster per mm-hmm. se. I connected with the scenes. So we, okay, on its own. Have we ever seen that before? I don't think so. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Mm. Kate took the alias Lucy, remarking that Lucy was a saint. The Feast of St. Lucy falls on December 13, which is the same day on which the events of this island occur. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what about St. Agnes? They need to do something for St. Agnes. Okay. I'll let them know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> January 21st is my feast day. Just want to throw it out. <laughs> I, I accept gifts <laughs> of food. <laughs> in, a, in a flashback, Kate works unknowingly with a rival for Sawyer's affections. <laughs> All right, Stella. She's 
looking out the window. There must be somebody out there. Um, Sorry. Fucking animals. Okay, the episode flashbacks take take place before the flashbacks in Born to Run. Yeah. No shit. And the episodes flashbacks in occur. Maybe she has to go to the bathroom. In between Soy's flashbacks in the long con and every man for himself. Okay, Cassidy says, if the marshal ever gets his hands on Kate, it will be him or her. As it turns out, it was the marshal. But it had nothing to do with her, though. I mean, you know. But well, yes. she actually tried to help. Right, so it wasn't like she did, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't caused by her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but that's about it anyway. So, all, all right. in all, that'll do it for this episode. And next week's episode is... One of Us, which focuses on Juliet. Anything else before we sign off? No, I think I said all my piece. My drunken words have all been spoken. Okie dokie. So please, in the meantime, find us at sassandsips.com. Please consider supporting the show. Um, One dollar from each of you will be a huge help to us. Uh, PayPal, buy me a coffee, Patreon, all that can be found at sassandsips.com. Drink responsibly, don't drink and drive. And until next time, I'm Lisa. And I'm Agnes. And we are out of here. Peace. We out.